Hey everybody, welcome back to the new and improved Vestibule of Heck podcast, episode 12. I'm Brendan. And I'm Mitchell. Holy shit, we made it. It's been uh, a while, yeah. It's been a long time, like that one song says, you know, it's been a long time. You know that song? Oh, I thought you were going for the other song. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> a lot of songs about things taking a while. It's like, yeah. almost like a creative thing, maybe. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Uh, well. We're almost like a creative thing. We are almost like... Yeah, see, it's almost like a creative thing. We're almost like a creative thing. It just fucking works. Uh, but yeah, no, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have been gone for a while. That's only because uh, we're lazy. And we have restructured <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to take one second before we, we jump into real podcast-type things uh, to thank everybody out there for all of the support on our projects while we were gone. Um, I believe we put out both of our major videos while we were gone, yeah? Uh, yeah, that would be the uh, Bean Game uh, and, uh, and then yeah. the Hot Pepper Challenge. Yeah, and uh, both of them did uh, as well or better than I could have ever expected, so um, to all the people that watch them and that don't listen to this, thank you. Yeah, no, th- and don't listen, yeah, exactly, and that's the caveat. Everyone we're thanking is not going to be listening to this, well, so, I mean, you know. Well, you know, you gotta figure the two people <laughs> that listen to this also watch that, right? <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah, no, the um, the hot pepper video, especially on our on our uh, Facebook page, because uh, what I've been doing with the videos is I'll upload the full version to YouTube, and I'll make a little like clip version and put that on Facebook, because um, Facebook's better for smaller videos, right? We got almost three thousand views on that, <laughs> which uh, so yeah, floored, flabbergasted. Holy shit! For for a page and channel and I don't know group. Corporation, not really corporation, entity. For uh, someone like us, at the size we're at right now, we're at 315 Facebook likes. So hey, boom, hey, we beat we beat 300. Hey. Woo, wub, dub, dub. And so you know, it's incredible. That's like, that's huge. Uh, it feels real good. We had a lot of fun making them. Uh, and it was all thanks to you guys. Yeah, uh, it's true. Um, so you know, we're not gonna suck your dicks forever. Just a couple um, times, maybe just once a couple twice a times. week. So forever, but yeah. Thank you. Um, and I guess now we should uh, we should introduce our uh, our new podcast format. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what we decided to do was uh, take a little more production, put a little more production into our podcast. Uh, we really enjoyed personally doing the kind of long conversational. You know, basically the podcast before was just what would happen when Mitchell and I would hang out. I mean, that's just how we talk to each other. Um, but now we're adding a little more flair. We've got segments. We've named them. Uh, only two of them are about dicks. And uh, uh, just on the fr- yeah, yeah. And just on the front end, uh, the plan for the foreseeable future <laughs> is the full length, uh, all segments combined, uh, plus introduction and outro, uh, will be going on iTunes like usual. So you can always find it there. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be uploading the segments individually on uh, YouTube, so you can watch them at your leisure. Boom, and it'll be little, you know, four to seven minute, I'd say, probably somewhere in there, clips. Uh, and it's going to be great. Uh, we find that, and what we were told was that, you know, the podcast itself is good. We have good blah, 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 blah. But it is difficult to find time to sit down and listen to an hour-long podcast, which is absolutely understandable. So people were listening to it in, in, in clips, in almost like short bursts, yeah? So, boom, we listened, people who listened. And uh, we Shebang. modified. We we change. We evolve. We did. I think it was Jeff Goldblum that that one said, uh, "Life 
finds a way. Uh, and I know I know that's Ian Malcolm, but that should basically just Jeff Goldblum. Sure. In that movie, I love Jurassic Park. I mean, who doesn't? I people who are stupid. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So I guess without further ado, um, let's uh, let's get this uh, first segment started. We're gonna kick it over to the Wild Wing. I'm the hootin'est, hootin'est, shootin'est, Bobtail wild cat in the West. Pretty wild right there. All right, get ready for some hot takes. This is the Wild Wing. So, uh, this is going to be the segment sure, where we yes. talk about, uh, you know, our hot takes on whatever is seasonal, relevant, you know, anything like that. So this is born This is born and bred uh, from the uh, hot takes on Christmas. Um, so we're going to follow that tradition for the first segment, ease you into it. And we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day. Uh, personally, me, on my hot take on Valentine's Day, maybe hot takes, we'll see how long I ramble for. Um, I like Valentine's Day. I don't, I hate it when people complain like, uh, commercialism, blah, blah, blah. That's a really annoying thing. You live in America. Like, well, it's everything's annoying because, commercialized. Right, cause, yeah, everything. Everything's commercialized. Like, get fucked. Yeah, like, if you shop at a big box store and then complain about Valentine's Day, you're part of the problem. Like, it's all commercialized. It's all big. It's all about, you know, buying and capitalism and blah, blah, blah. So when I see Valentine's Day, it's just an excuse to do something nice for your significant other. Right? Uh, is it, like, the best holiday? Absolutely not. No. That uh, clearly goes to Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Buddy. Yeah. You know, with, with maybe Halloween a close second only because Halloween parties are usually better than Christmas parties. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but Halloween's about the parties. Christmas is about the family, and the parties, and the parties. <laughs> so what do you? What are your feelings? Your feelings on Valentine's Day? Huh? All right. Here's here's my Valentine's Day hot take. Right. All right. And uh, I'm uniquely uh, uniquely qualified to talk about this as a single person. Oh boy, Singles Awareness Day. Am I right, guys? Go fuck yourself if you oh call it that. <laughs> You're just being a bitter asshole. There's no reason for that. It's like being, it's like, it's like imagine if someone's celebrating Hanukkah, and it's like, oh, look, it's fucking knockoff Christmas. Yeah, fucking like, longer right. knockoff Christmas, wow. I'm gonna level with you. I've okay. gotten uncomfortably drunk from loneliness on Valentine's Day before. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I didn't talk about it for three weeks leading up to it. Like, oh, get ready, single awareness day is coming up. I'm gonna be miserable in three weeks. Everybody, watch out! I feel like that trend started like when we were in high school, right? From like 2000, what nine till or 2007, 2011. Yeah, well, like you know, that. Probably around I feel that like, time is when. Yeah. I feel like social media also has made it way worse because now you're like you're not just drinking alone. You're drinking alone with your smartphone. Well, yeah, and here's here's the uh, here's the problem with the social media, right? It's been said that uh, this generation is the most chronicled with the least to chronicle. And that's so, fair. That's a, that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, so something that would normally be, oh, instead of, you know, and, and Valentine's Day, right, it's not like the first Sunday of every month or whatever, or of a month or whatever, or a federal holiday. Mm-hmm. So five out of seven times it's on a work day. So instead of just pretending it's a day, you're going out of your way to complain and bother everyone around you who's just trying to have a nice time. And I think that's a big, a big part of our, uh, our society is uh, I'm not gonna call it shaming, because I really hate that phrase and it's very Tumblr-y to SJW and I, I dislike it. 
But it, it really is that. It's like, I'm going to make you feel bad. You know, stop liking what I don't like. The it, It's so aggravating. Um, and especially, you know, the, the you see people doing the Singles Awareness Day thing. And you're like, no, I understand why you're single. Like, I get it. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're just a bitter piece of shit. Like, yeah, maybe you're if you were happy once in a while, someone would like you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, obviously, there might be a little more nuance to it, but on, you know, I feel it's very indicative of um, personality. Excuse me, we're in the Wild Wing. This is no. not the place for nuance. Sir. You're right. Fuck those people. This is not... hot takes. Takes. You know how hot my takes more... are. What's that? No, hot my takes are. Bring it. They're like Serrano pepper plus <laughs> Anaheim pepper. So- soprano pepper. Soprano pepper. That was Watch a good the movie. hot pepper video is what we're saying. <laughs> hot takes and shameless plugs. Uh, link to the hot pepper description or hot pepper video in the description. Stop Thank making you. work for me. Stop. I mean, it's just a link. You're fine. Uh, you're just a link. I'm the hot take. I'm a wild wing now. What happened to this segment? I don't know. <laughs> we're just it's, yelling. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, welcome to the wild wing. Boom. Bitch. <laughs> That's all it oh is. Oh my god. You ever listen to somebody give hot takes? It's just yelling. Boom. We're there. Boom. Yeah, Goes we made the dynamite. It. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Okay. Alright, so that was the Wild Wing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was take one of the Wild Wing. Boom. Let us know. Keep saying boom. Boom. One more time. B- boom. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're realizing now, and this is all, uh, we're, we're going to give you the. Uh, Oh, hey, here's the thing. We're bringing it back from old podcast, the Inside Baseball section. Oh, hey, here we go. Uh, um, here it is. It's not a segment, but it's uh, a thing that we always do. So we're going to give you the Inside Baseball right now. We're clearly a work in progress. Um, yeah, the, the Inside Baseball is, oh, God, what are we doing? Yeah, um, the Inside Baseball is we've realized, uh, or I have just now, that we need a uh, smoother transition out of segments. With uh, With no further ado... Welcome to segment two of today's podcast. <laughs> oh my god, this is such ass. Alright, we're gonna keep going. No, it's good, I like it. We got this, yeah, okay. So, uh, without further ado, welcome to Ball Handlers. Sports, sports, sports. Balls, balls, balls. Yeah! It's in the game! <laughs> <laughs> so, in, uh, in Ball Handlers... Uh, the uh-huh. idea is that we talk uh, about sports. This is our sports segment. Uh, all sorts of sports uh, from all around the world. Um, you know, it just it just occurred to me that ball handlers is definitely, I think, a game. You know, remember MXC? Yeah, I do. Where the Takashi's Takashi's Takashi Takashi whatever's castle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was it was either ball fond. No, it was probably ball fondlers. Well, ball Uyghur. fondlers is in uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, ball fondlers. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything we do is just an amalgamation of every shitty thing of pop culture that we consume. It's true. But uh, today <laughs> anyway. on uh, Ball Handlers, um, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to give a little bit of a... You know, obviously, we're going to focus on the American sports because we're from America. So we're, mm-hmm. I assume all of our listeners, given our scope... Yeah, uh, and I, I know very minimal about like uh, Premier League soccer. I think that's like one of the only... I don't know. That's not a very uh, lot. No. I'd like to. I'd like to real quick uh, give a, a news flash uh, from the international sports world. Uh, uh, you know, just to just to keep ourselves abreast of, of what's happening in in the rest of uh, the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. So earlier this week, uh, the we've have we have some uh, international uh, cricket happening. 
Oh my god. Um, earlier this week, uh, India beat England by 75 runs. I, uh, I'm, I'm assuming now, that's a lot? I don't know, but it's surprising <laughs> to me because only days before this defeat, Britain had defeated India by seven wickets. You know, when I put out the the uh, Facebook post about this this segment, I specifically said we weren't going to talk about cricket. That's why I did it. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I have no idea what beating somebody by seven wickets means. I think that's like when like your parents get angry and they take a tree branch, like a switch. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's like a, I think you could loosely define that as a wicket. I think it's when you get uh when you get high off of empty um, whipped cream <laughs> containers. It's like the British equivalent of doing whippets. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> that, a wicket. <laughs> It's a wicket. Well, it's when you do it with, like, you. what you do is you get a candle, right? And you light the candle, you light the wick, and then you let it go out and you put a lid over it. And you open it up real fast and huff all the smoke. Yeah, you know. It's a wicket. The Brits love doing wickets. Classic Britain. But, uh, so, in, in, real, in real sports news, because cricket's not a real sport. Yeah, back on brand, <laughs> the Super Bowl happened last week. Hey, not only did a Super Bowl happen, but it is a historic Super Bowl. Uh, it was the first Super Bowl in NFL history to go into overtime. Yeah, and uh, I wrote a thing. Uh, I don't. I hesitate to call it an article because it's really just me um, filleting Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, I think uh, we both went directly to filleting. Well, it's, <laughs> like the, it's the it's the gas baggier word, and that's what I'm striving to be here on ball handlers. And ball, uh, the uh, title of the article article is uh, the best quarterback ever. Citation needed. A pat on the back for Tom Brady. Uh, get it? Yeah, because he's a patriot. Get it? Get it? Yeah. Um, that was my only contribution to the whole thing. Uh, I made the title. Yeah, it <laughs> was. It. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that was um, that was a collaborative work. I, I'm, I'm, you know. It was, I put some memes in there to make yeah. it all good for the uh, the good old new media audience. We at Heck Media strive <laughs> at very little other than teamwork. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was an incredible game. Uh, great to watch. Uh, they ca- came back. The Patriots came back uh, at halftime. They were down like they were down nineteen. Nineteen points. At yeah. The the or no, they were down nineteen in the in the fourth quarter. They were down tw- uh, twenty five points at one time. Is all I is all mm. I'm sure of. Is the biggest deficit was twenty five. Jesus and the, Christ. And the biggest deficit ever to be eclipsed before uh, in a Super Bowl was less than 10. That's, which is, I mean, I think that just goes to a testament to how great Tom Brady is uh, and, and the Patriots team. It's a shame that Gronk wasn't there. But, uh, yeah, it's a testament to, he has essentially other teams rejects and one of their uh, tight ends is a ex lacrosse player uh, not, trust fund stick my favorite game yeah well you know not a football player is basically right. the gist of that and uh they two uh two of their players i believe one wide receiver and a defensive end uh were former rams so not football oh players. hey your boys yeah so not football players <laughs> oh. but basically Poor yeah the they rams. win with with tom brady and a bunch of no names. It's astounding every time. Yeah, the I think you know the Patriots. Like any good team, uh, Patriots get a lot of hate, uh, and it's completely unwarranted. Uh, Tom Brady is nothing short of just a good guy. Um, you know, like he might. I, I mean, even if he's not, he might have his personal flaws. But like, I don't know the dude, and I'm always an advocate for separating uh, the art from the artist. 
Oh, absolutely. I hate it when anyone like takes like what a celebrity says or thinks and talks about them like they're a, they're some kind of philosopher or politician. Like, yeah, stuff. and for for example, right? Michael Jackson. It's largely accepted that he committed some sort of crime against children. Yes, right. Probably touched him real bad. Yeah, yeah. probably was a child toucher. Mm-hmm. His music still really good. Phenomenal. Doesn't even make me want to touch kids. No, weirdly enough, doesn't make me want to touch kids. I mean, it's, it's, just good it's music. bizarre. Yeah. You know, it's, you it's, think it's, that you'd want to touch kids after listening to it, you, but you don't. You really don't. And no, that's a good just, thing. You just enjoy yourself. You just have a nice time <laughs> listening to music. But don't enjoy but, any uh, kids. Yeah. But the most likable thing about the Patriots, I think we can all agree. Uh huh. Rob uh-huh. Gronkowski. Our boy, Rob Gronkowski. Unfortunately, he was out to the end of the season with a back injury. Uh, yes. Yeah. But boy, did he have himself a time at the parade. So for everyone who doesn't know, uh, usually when a team wins some kind of title or championship, the usually in the city they're from, uh, they throw like a big parade, right? Um, so what was a what was Gronkowski quoted uh, at this parade? Uh, he had a few uh, little gems, um, one of which was something along the lines of "They're going ham, they're all going ham." I wasn't even planning on partying. But they all demanded it. <laughs> it was desired. The the Gronk boat, it was a, a thing they wanted so bad that poor old injured Gronkowski. Uh, yeah, poor old injured Gronkowski was later seen shirtless chugging a beer. <laughs> this, again, another testament to the greatness of Rob Gronkowski. And now, I, I think the most well, uh, underrated part of this story, though... Uh-huh. The beer that was chucked to him from out of the crowd, right? Uh, uh-huh. It didn't appear from the video I saw. And here's another thing for the audience, by the way. Links in the description uh, because that's a thing we're doing now. So you can hey. see the videos that we're going to be talking about. You're welcome. Uh, from the video that I saw, it didn't look like he saw it coming. And the beer was thrown well over his head. But Rob Gronkowski is one of the greatest uh, receiving tight ends of all time. And uh-huh. caught it with ease. I that's that's like that's like Hercules going, and I'm talking more Disney's Hercules, yeah. Um, going because I don't want to talk about killing his family because that's sad. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I don't want Rob Gronkowski to kill his family. No, his family's pretty people. pretty rad too. Um, it's like imagine like Hercules is just like at like a little festival, and suddenly a big pillar falls, and he just grabs it and chucks it all the way to Mount Olympus. Like that is the equivalent of what Rob Gronkowski has done. Uh, and it's it's art. It's beautiful. I love if Rob. Any, if anybody ever tells you that Gronk is not a national treasure, uh, you are obligated to suplex them into a table. Yeah, if you do not at least break one piece of furniture and one bro- like other other person's bones doing this, you are not a real Rob Gronkowski fan. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, you know, goofiness aside, uh, let's let's move to our third segment here. Uh, see, we're getting to that transition. We're getting good. It only yeah, took we'll one. Fi- well, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, well, remember the first podcast? Oh my god. Oh yeah, well, here's also the thing, right? Uh, the cut up videos will be less choppy because we'll just cut out all this bullshit. Exactly. So no one will even know on YouTube. Yeah, all, only, the, only the full podcast listeners will get to listen to are awkward uh, fumbling. Yeah, it'll be great. They love it. Yeah, yeah it's I, We're advice. like the Michael Sarah of the podcasting world. Uh, someday. Thank God for Michael Sarah. 
but, but now, let's move uh, on. now we're yep, going to yeah, get go. into the segment that I think probably everybody's going to hate. Hey, this is the part where stop having, stop having fun. Knock it off. <laughs> Cut it. If you're smiling, stop. Stop having fun. Knock it off. Welcome to the juxtaposition. What juxtaposition? So uh, we're looking at something this week, uh, a little little pop culturey, um, but it is a it it's something that I don't think anyone expected. Yeah, uh, can I, I'd like to give a little backstory on it. Yeah, sure. Just just the origins of it. Um, a while back, I believe last year, uh, Warner Brothers, so DC, made a Flintstones uh, comic book. Mm-hmm. And it had a reasonable amount of success. Kind of flew under the radar, didn't do anything too out of the box as far as I'm aware. Okay. Um, so this year they decided to revive a another Hanna-Barbera property. Makes sense, right? You capitalize on one success, lead it right into another. So, right, yeah, if, if, the, if it worked the first time, sort of, yeah. I, there's no reason why it wouldn't work again. So the one that they picked was a little strange to me that they went this direction when you have all of Hanna-Barbera to work with. They went with uh, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Um, <sighs> Notable I, pink cat that is not the Pink Panther. I kept screwing up the name. I'm like, yeah, Pink Panther. No, Snagglepuss. Dude, fuck. But I feel like I should tell the audience because if I say it's a pink cat, they're going to be like, oh, it's a Pink Panther. No, it's not. No. Uh, it's it's He wore a, a, a hat, a top hat of sorts. Uh-huh. And, uh, and a collar. And uh, so they're doing something. So they're, okay. Right, so more, more Snagglepuss. Uh, uh, Snagglepuss's fan's dream. <laughs> All two of them. Because those exist. Uh, they're probably on par with as many heck fans as there are. Yeah, right? Um, Where's Big so, Snagglepuss, bro? Yeah, let me... I'm just going to read the... Um, read the title of the, of the article that you sent me. Um, Again, links in the description. Links in the description. Um, if you're going to reinvent something in the modern day, right, it's got to have a little bit of modern flair. you got to bring it up to speed, yeah? I think that's a pretty ex- well-accepted thing in fiction and in different types of media, yeah? Yeah, Pre- I fair? would say so. Makes sense. Um, here's the title of the article, uh, cartoonbrew.com. Uh, Warner Brothers reboots Snagglepuss as a gay playwright being hunted by the U.S. government. So, I have a problem with this. Not because I am against the idea of having a gay playwright being hunted by the U.S. government as the basis of your story. Right? But I think it is lazy to slap it on a character that was not... This is not the intention of Snagglepuss. No, I mean, I feel like the intention of Hanna-Barbera cartoons was never to be deep no I mean it's a lot of you know like it's like that slapstick the very goofy you know and I understand rebooting it again I think all things should be able to be rebooted only because the original stays right if they reboot Snagglepuss into like a new flash animation cartoon on Cartoon Network it's fine right but I think shoehorning all of this story into it is, is dishonest and disingenuous to the original story, or the original idea or vision for Snagglepuss, uh, which is a ridiculous sentence. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, because, again, no one's ever taken Snagglepuss uh, seriously in history. Um, yeah, and I th- the problem is, uh, DC Comics does this thing, where they slap social, political agenda on top of stuff that already exists. Uh, they did it with the Green Lantern a certain number of years ago, and it was a disaster. Now, I'll put this out, that I have... I really have no uh, abject problem with this. My interest is more in the response uh, to it. Yeah? And it it fascinates me (laughs) that the response is almost nothing about uh, the the commentary behind this and Mm. almost entirely uh, about the art. Yeah, and the art style is a very sketchy, but also very detailed. It looks good, like the I, yeah, in it looks my like opinion, a, it looks like a comic book. It looks good, yeah. But instead of getting on it for like, oh, that's lazy. Just I believe that if you have an idea like this, you got to make it its own thing, and that way you have full creative license, right? Because if you're rebooting something, you have to stay at least partially faithful to the original. A uh, big example is when they rebooted The Watchmen into the movie. Uh, they stayed as faithful as they could until they changed something for a plot reason. Because giant alien vagina squid is not a good... <laughs> that's a bad part in the comic. I think a lot of people agree that that's stupid. So the change that they made in the movie made sense. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually... I'm very, I'm very interested um, to see how it actually is Snagglepuss. Because just from the early uh, releases, like press releases and, and images that have uh, come online... It, yeah, it's Snagglepuss an image, but I'm kind of curious to see. It's kind of like a don't judge a book by its cover. You don't want to judge something until the final product comes out. I want yep. to see how they actually incorporate, like, what Snagglepuss actually was, as far as, like, it was a Hanna-Barbera, a comedy, like, light-hearted, at times a chase cartoon. Yeah. So I want to see how and if they incorporate that, because if they don't, it seems like, why would you make it this property and not just create an original intellectual property? Yeah, from what I'm seeing right now, from what I understand about like the creative process, and you know, I myself am a writer, and so you know, I think it looks like what they're doing is really just slapping an idea onto a pre-existing property, which is bullshit. However, if yeah, if they can do it well, I think it can succeed. I, I just think from what we know right now, it is going to be a disaster. Um, I think they'll do well financially. DC Comics has been doing okay. Warner Brothers has been doing okay. Um, I don't think it's going to murder them financially. This is a very low-risk thing, because like we said earlier, who gives a shit about Snagglepuss? Yeah, I think the production of it is is low enough risk where if, if the reward is what they think it might be, then it's worth mm-hmm. doing. So as a business move, yeah, it makes sense. And honestly, even as off the wall as it sounds it sounds so off the wall that I almost want to follow it through and see what it is so as much as I might not be purchasing these comics I will probably be at least following them so that's that's more than I could say about you know any other DC comic at the moment yeah um, I think I'm much I'm much on the same page where if and if, this is a big if, if this is good enough to read, if this is worth listening to or, or reading or whatever, I'll definitely pay money to look at it. 
because I want to see them do this. I think they can. It's going to be very, very hard. Uh, and honestly, it's never going to live up to what you could make if you didn't just slap a property on top of it. Now you know what I think? At what? I think we should get back to the fun. I think we should. Uh, do, do you hear that in the in the distance? Is that like... They're fucking lumberjack in the studio? I, I hear... I think somebody... Somebody whacking in the studio? Uh, is, some, is somebody whacking in here? Are you kidding me? Dude, we're recording. I think it's time Come to on. send it over to the... I think it's time to send it over to the weekend whack. Oh my god, I think it is. Welcome to the Weekend Whack with Willie and the Boner. Hey guys, I'm Willie. <laughs> Man, I'm the Boner. And uh, today we're bringing you some classic oh. shock jock radio on the Weekend Whack. Oh man, it's gonna be real, it's gonna be early morning, it's gonna be on AM. We are secretly tired, we are secretly hopped up on amphetamines. (laughs) I just did three lines of Adderall, and I'm ready to go! And we're gonna talk to you now about some bullshit that's happening. Just Just some bullshit. We're gonna bullshit with you, and Willie, know how I like my bullshit? How do you like it, the boner? <laughs> with a side of spaghetti. Oh. But but pretty good spaghetti, right? Well, you know, I think I'd be alright if it was uh, just okay. What? No. I, uh, what? Uh, Willie, what'd I do? I'm gonna shoot you. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Just okay? Who would do that? Just okay? Who would do that in the state of New Hampshire? Who would do that in the state who of New Hampshire? <laughs> in the state of New Hampshire, who would I do think, that? Well, I think specifically, there's one person who would do that in the state of New Hampshire. Oh my lord, Willie, tell me about it. Uh, I'll tell you about this story that happened in New Hampshire. Let me give you the headline. Give me that good head. Just okay, spaghetti dinner. Spark police standoff in Merrimack. So according to NH1.com, there was a standoff with police after a girlfriend had prepared for her boyfriend a nice spaghetti dinner. There was a standoff? A standoff. Whew, man. Must have been real, real stiff. (laughs) You're a real boner. (laughs) Oh, man, that's me! So, after this uh, generous lady, right, from all from all accounts right now, right, generous, made a nice spaghetti dinner. For I friend. wish my girlfriend would do that. Let me tell you, Willie. Oh. Oh, I know. She does it for me all the time. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Now, the boyfriend told police that uh, Eklund, the girlfriend in question, had made him a spaghetti dinner and asked him how it was. He replied with, okay, and then said Eklund went, 
bipolar on him. Now that's something that I'm used to. Two poles? Yeah, man, two Now it later came to light that uh, in the apartment there were two firearms. <laughs> Fortunately for the boyfriend, Eklund had refrained from using them before assaulting him by punching him in the face, arm, and scratching his hand. Now he fled and Eklund barricaded herself in the apartment. Now officers approached the apartment and heard Eklund screaming, telling them to get the expletive <gasps> out of there. I always take my expletives when I leave, so. I, yeah, you don't want to leave them there. No, those are valuable expletives. Exactly. But long story short, this spaghetti dinner led to Eklund threatening the police with a Glock 9mm and an M4 rifle. <gasps> A 9mm? Jeez, you think she'd pick a bigger caliber to fuck with the police. You never go shorthanded to fuck the police. True. Now, That's true, Willie. <laughs> the resolution here is that she was placed under $25,000 cash bail, which could be converted to personal recognizance if accepted into the Hampstead Hospital for inpatient mental health and substance abuse treatment. So... Are they trying to imply that she's crazy? I think she's. Tr they're trying to imply that she may have been on drugs. I, pff, man, and we think we're whacked. Well, we all know who's not whacked. It's the boyfriend. Who's? Yeah, pff, yeah good. His girlfriend's He's definitely not in jail. He's sleeping not getting... with the fishies. His girlfriend's in jail. He's not getting whacked tonight. Hey. So I don't think I've ever cared that much about spaghetti. I don't think I've ever cared I... that much about anything. Oh my god, speaking of uh, not not caring and having head problems, and also problems with getting head, am I right? <laughs> uh, I want to talk about some, talk about some, some of that good head, some of that good dome. Some of that good head. This, that this good, man, good head. This, this man might have received the best head in history. I think Guinness World Records says that he has the best head. Record-setting head. Record-setting head. A man from Boston. Of course. So he's probably a Red Naturally. Sox fan. <laughs> Was brewing up an idea in his head. It's <laughs> a good one. And he's definitely going to sell Tick It's to his next world record attempt. Because he has hammered 38 nails with his head. That was a less good one. That, you can't win them all. No, you Just can't. Just like the Red Sox. This guy can probably win them all, though. Hammerhead John Ferrero smashed his way to the record earlier this week on the Guinness World Records Italian Show, a weekly YouTube series. YouTube? Oh my, I wish they'd talk about my tube. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever wants to talk about your tube. <laughs> hey, yo, Willie, get off my tube! Never been on your tube, boner. Why are you being on my tube right now? Boner. <coughs> I'm gonna need to calm down. Sorry, I'm just raging right now. I'm raging. That's all that fed in me. So, from this article, links in the description, I'll tell you, he was probably smashed, right? I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk. I mean, I'd, I'd have to be smashed to get my head that close to wood, let me tell you. Oh. Now, and this guy, he's just a perpetual winner. 
he's using the, the, the good head God gave him in all ways. He also holds the world record for most concrete blocks broken on, he on the head with a bowling ball in three minutes. What a specific record. That's an insane record. Who would ever compete with that? Maybe your ex-wife. Oh! <laughs> You're a piece of shit, Boner. <laughs> fuck you too, Willie. Oh, you fuck Willie, do you? <laughs> I'm about to. Hey, hey yo. yo. Bada hey, I'm gonna... I'm getting a call from the uh, from studio heads. <laughs> Boing. Are they are they tell, uh, are they telling us to to wrap up the boner? <laughs> They're telling us to fucking come inside because we're done. Much Plain. like much like a sex ed class before getting busy, always wrap up with Willie and the boner. Willie and the boner in the morning on the weekend, the weekend whack. Jesus Christ. That was something. Who let them in? Um, yeah, we should probably change the locks, huh? We need to change every lock in the, in the, where, where did they come from? That was distasteful. It was that, off-brand. I can't believe they used that fucking slide whistle sound like ten times. I will not accept this. They'll probably be back next week, won't they? They're definitely gonna be back next week. Uh, we've already apparently had them booked. I'm getting, I'm getting notification right now. We're getting, we have them booked for the next... In the in the in the book, it says foreseeable future. So oh, uh, good, great. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Uh, that they look like they smell like pee. Uh, they smell like, like they smell like pee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I, I got a little bit of a cold right now, but oh my god, <laughs> Christ. Well, nothing is achieved by standing still. Let's just move forward and uh, finish this thing. Uh, yeah, I guess we get. A, oh God, this is the fixed version. Yeah, um... We asked for this. You know what? Thanks to, uh, all the, the audience out there, um, we would appreciate your feedback. Uh, please, uh, be gentle with, uh, Willie and the Boner. They're very sensitive. Because we don't... We, we, we don't want anything bad happen to our Willie and our Boner, even if we don't like them. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're part of the team now. <laughs> they're, you know, we're, we're all, we're, let's say, we're all members in the same group, you know? <laughs> So as always, feedback is appreciated. Oh my god! You can't you can't get that you can't get that good loving unless you give feedback. It's true, and it's also you know we gotta we gotta talk about how it went. You know, it's all about self love too. So you thanks everybody, yourself. I think, for uh, listening to uh, this week's Vestibule of Heck podcast revamped episode twelve. Episode uh, twelve. We did it. We're back. We're gonna go back to weekly format. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for tuning back in. Uh, and thanks everyone who came here to the uh, the iTunes thing, channel, uh, RSS feed. feed. Yeah, feed. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming back to iTunes, cause uh, yeah, wow, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so thank you everybody, uh, and we'll see you uh, next week. Yep. So for Hack Media, I'm Brendan, and I'm Mitchell. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Take it easy.